never left. What's up, beautiful people listening and slash or watching if you're on YouTube? We're Side After... Eh, who are we again? Side After Dark. We're Side After Dark, your new favorite band. I'm Dan Berg. I'm Sifa Graffiti. Welcome to the Music Maniacs podcast. Yep. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Yes. Our last two episodes have been about specific artists, but we're going to do something different this time. Basically... I went to Chicago like two weeks ago and I thought it was really cool. So we were like, you know what? Let's do an episode about the history of music in Chicago and how important Chicago has been to music. Yeah. And just kind of talk about like all those related things. Yeah. But before we get into it, what's up? How you doing? Anything you want to tell the people? Nothing really new. It's a pretty nice day in New York City here yep. out in Brooklyn. Nothing too crazy going on, which is interesting. But, yeah, uh, for once. For once. <laughs> but other than that, nah, I'm just ready to get into it. It seems like it's going to be a really big to- topic because I found out about a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago is quite an interesting place. So I want to. So, okay. So I went there and literally, like, on the plane on the way there, I was like, oh, this is going to be exciting. I've never been to Chicago before, blah, blah, blah. And as I was on the plane, I was like, wait a minute. I've never even been to the Midwest before. Like I've I've been to the Middle East <laughs> before I've been right to the other side of our own country. Exactly. Like I've been to Africa, I've been yeah. to the Caribbean, <laughs> I've been to Europe. I have never left the East Coast. Never. Isn't that wild? Yes. So that was I thought that was funny because I, I was just like, oh, this is like a whole different like lifestyle, like this Midwest shit. Like people were nice there. Okay. It was weird. Why That's the fuck you being all nice all the time? Yeah. Where do you have how dare you have the nerve? To treat other people with respect. Yeah. That's <laughs> but, pretty interesting. But, okay, okay. So, the main thing that I noticed, I texted you this, right? Literally, I got off the plane. We, so, my cousin works for, like, this hotel downtown. So, we were only in, like, downtown Chicago. Like, I didn't really see much of the city. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm just saying this now because people that are actually from Chicago would be like, you know shit. You only <laughs> hung out by the river. You only, you didn't go to this neighborhood or whatever. All right, this is our podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to act like I know everything about Chicago because I was there for two days. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So deal with it. All right. So first of all, it was clean. Yeah. Like I literally was, I walked out of the hotel. I'm like, yo, there's like not mountains of garbage on every corner. <laughs> What kind of city is this? They're messing up. <laughs> They're messing up whoever they are. It actually, like, literally, I, ha- I, pl- I made a game in my head. I was like, let's see if I can find any, like, corners full of trash bags <laughs> <laughs> while I'm here. And I didn't find any. Which is wild. I wonder what the population of Chicago is compared to New York City. It's funny you say that because I looked it up. Okay. So Brooklyn by itself has about the same population as all of Chicago. Okay. I figured that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, but Brooklyn's dirty. They still can't get it together over here. Sorry about that. Uh, we had some technical in, uh, difficulties here at Sad Studios, a.k.a. my apartment. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, we were talking about Chicago and Brooklyn, like the population. So right. basically, Brooklyn itself has almost the same population of Chicago, the whole city. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. It is. Um, But... The other big thing that was crazy to me going over there is like, you know, they call them the Great Lakes. They weren't lying. <laughs> I don't get how that's a lake. I really don't <laughs> understand how that's not an ocean. <laughs> like I went to the, I've been to the Dead Sea and I could see to the other side. Yeah. I went to Lake Michigan. I, it's like, I, you can't see the other side. Like even on the plane, it's like, you don't know where it ends. Wow. It's wild. And in my head, I was like, well, what, what makes, makes this a lake? Is it because it's freshwater? Yeah. But what about Salt Lake? What about Salt Lake City? Utah? Yeah. No, I Why think... Why is that a lake if it's salt? A lake is surrounded by a body of water on three sides. I, I believe that's what a lake is. Isn't that what a lake is? No, that's a peninsula. Well, no. Peninsula... Wait, wait. wait. A lake is surrounded... Wait. A lake is surrounded <laughs> by land and has like one opening. Isn't that what... Like, um, uh, sorry. Yeah, I flipped it inside out. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, is that what it is? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that would make sense because I think all the Great Lakes connect to each other. Yeah, it, it has to be surrounded by uh, land and then have one mouth opening. And that's what makes it a lake. Yeah. I, I, and the, the river is like something that runs. And I think like it's like from a mountain, but I'm going too far in bodies of water. And then a pond. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
Well, the thing that's crazy, like the Dead Sea is a pond compared to the Great Lakes. Wow. Like it's like not even close. It's it's wild. So yeah, so it's clean there. Um, I don't know. It was just very. It was very interesting. It was a nice city, and the Midwest just feels nicer. People just feel nicer. Interesting. And. I guess we should talk about music at some point, but this all gets to it, right? Yeah. This is all setting the stage. So, hmm. So I realized why Chicago became such a like hot spot for music, uh-huh. because it has a lot to do with the railroad. Okay. So, like for most of human history, right? Like if you wanted to move goods on like a really large scale, you would have to use ocean or like waterways, right? Mm-hmm. That's why for a long time, New Orleans was such a big deal yeah. because it controlled the mouth of the Mississippi River. Yeah. And from the Mississippi River, you had access to like the entire inland of the United States. So you could have this one city and basically control the entire heartland of America. Yeah. Back when you had to use water. But the thing that really, you know, changed that was the railroad. So Chicago became a railroad hub. I don't know exactly why. I guess because it was it was for at that point it was like kind of centralized in in the in the country because like the West wasn't really developed yet. Yeah. So it was like kind of in the middle, and it was also on the Great Lakes, so it had you know water transportation as well. Uh So Chicago became a big railroad hub. Like there was all these different trains that all met in Chicago. Like back in the day, if we wanted to go from here in New York and we wanted to go to LA or whatever, we would have to basically take a connecting train to Chicago. Okay. We'd have to go from New York to Chicago and then from Chicago you can basically go anywhere. Sounds good. So so about the music of Chicago, like the the thing that stands out to me when I think of Chicago is Chicago blues. Mm -hmm. Right? That like the first thing. Okay. And I realized, like, thinking about the history of it, that the railroad was a big reason of why Chicago became such a blue spot. Yeah. Because back in the day, I don't, whatever, I don't know when the Great Migration was, like the years. Yeah, I don't exactly remember. I mean, I could look it up, but it's definitely uh, during, like, the swing era, uh, the 40s, uh, probably I think a little earlier before that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, musically, I, because I, I, I'm just thinking of, like, Dinah Washington and, like, those, um, Star, so I'm thinking like the 30s, uh, the 20s. That's when they really came out with the music. But yeah, I don't know about the Great Migration. I got C's in global studies. Okay, Dan, <laughs> stop asking me about American history and things like that. No, well, I'm just kidding. I know I know a lot, but little things like the Great Migration, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it a little thing. But this is so I was looking up into it a little bit. So, so the statistic, this is a crazy stat. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. They said that before the great migration, like 80% of the black population of America was in the South. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Um, definitely. But, um, uh, I don't know what the years are. I still I don't, don't know the years, but it, whatever. It doesn't really I don't, matter. I really don't. Um, you can say anything. Go but I realized that the railroad thing is a big, re- like a big part of it because people were leaving the South yeah, and they would just hop on a train and guess where the trains ended. Right. In the big cities, all the major in Chicago. cities. Yeah. Cause that's like, like a nexus. Yeah. Like all, like literally like all the railroads went to Chicago. Yeah. So like if you were just hopping anywhere, uh-huh. there was a very high chance that train would bring you to Chicago. Awesome. That's pretty awesome. I mean, all you got to do is just, uh, Grab your stick, mm-hmm. stuff your red and white kerchief with lots of goods, yeah. right? Throw, sling it on your back and hop on a caboose, right? And head up to the city. <laughs> exactly. Sleep on some hay in the back there. Maybe brought some hay in a burlap bag. <laughs> <laughs> you paint the picture over here. <laughs> it's time to move. It's time to go. Yeah. So, no, but it's it's kind of cool how it happened because it's like, obviously, blues music comes from the South. Yes. So then when everybody was leaving and so many people went to Chicago, they brought the blues, like, tradition with them. Uh-huh. But the thing is, like, in the South, there weren't, like, a lot of cities. Like, you know, it was very, like, open. Mm-hmm. So you could just have an acoustic guitar and be singing and people could hear you. Yes. Like, it wouldn't, like, yeah, like, you're, you're on, like, a porch in your house somewhere. You know what I mean? But then when you go to Chicago, you're in a city now and it's loud. So you can't just be playing acoustic guitars all the time and be heard by everyone. Right. So what do you do? You get in the circuit, right? You try to get into the clubs and all those things, those little areas where they play music, right? Well, yeah, but you electrify. Oh. Like the instruments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have to use an electric guitar to be heard. Yeah. 
over like if you're just on the street corner and you just have an acoustic guitar i don't know like so what are you saying they didn't have electric guitars down south until the railroad no, 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 no. I'm just saying there wasn't oh. really a need to use it as much. Okay, okay. Because it's like smaller groups of people. Like you're in a, like a quieter place. Like an acoustic guitar, you could just be strumming. It would fill up the whole room. Yeah. But if you're in Chicago, there's so much street noise. There's all this shit going on. It's like if you want to be heard over everybody, you maybe use an amplifier. That's possible. It's a possibility. But you got horns and you got pianos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So, and then that was that was. I know Quincy Jones moved up there, and that was part of like his thing. Like he came up on the Chitlin circuit. Yeah, and like he was like just playing the horns and stuff like that. So yeah, but yeah, I could I could see why you would like amplify, make your sound bigger, or make your personality or something even right. bigger too, right? Somebody's right. got to hear me. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's kind of it's just like it's like an industrialized version of the blues. Yeah. Right, because Chicago was like an industrial city. I mean, it's not you know as big as new york right but but. there was obviously a lot of industry there so it kind of like the city like the industry of it kind of rubbed off on the music which is when like the blues started getting electrified more and that's such a big thing because we were talking about in the zeppelin episode how like they considered themselves like or the stones like sons of howling wolf and stuff like that yeah well where was howling wolf playing his stuff right that electric chicago blues yeah you know definitely muddy waters definitely mm-hmm. uh moved up from the south into chicago and then influenced like the chicago blues sound yeah that's crazy right <laughs> chicago was just waiting for all those people to come in there and change something about it basically yeah what's the line bring me your tired your musical your, your train riders <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it is. And we'll turn out a whole culture. I believe that's the end of the statement. We'll change your whole city. We'll make it way better. (laughs) I don't even know. Like, we did some research. I don't know how far back you went. But, like, what was the... I don't know what Chicago music was like before that, really. That's basically where I started in my research. Yeah. Well, I went back and I found, like, Swing. I found Muddy Waters. I found Benny Goodman. And I found Dinah Washington. Because those names I actually know. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's the 30s and the 40s it's a time in life where i feel everybody looked good like even like it doesn't even matter like if you look at people's like pictures and stuff like that from before or after and like i know there's some terrible things going on in the 40s but if you look at their pictures before things like that happen everybody was looking beautiful in the 40s which is awesome so muddy waters was actually born in 1913 um and then he moved up into chicago but i mean he moved in the big band era time that's what i'm somebody's gonna correct Mm -hmm. me on this but i'm gonna say no this is our podcast everything we say is right (laughs) but i don't care about your stupid books we don't (laughs) care about it but yeah um like there was a lot of influence i would say around that time like that's where the big sound came out it's the 30s and the 40s yeah 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 mm-hmm. um so shout out to uh muddy waters uh, uh some songs that he had that we do know of course we know rolling stone we know hoochie coochie man we know manish yeah. boy and stuff like that um and uh I, it's so funny because i was watching um the Aretha Franklin story on Nat Geo, which ended up being a better movie after all the complaints and all that. <laughs> um, and um, so that's when I was kind of like reintroduced to Dinah Washington. So when I was kind of doing the research for uh, this podcast, I was like, oh, wow, Dinah Washington again. So she was like a, a real pioneer in like the blues sound of Chicago as well. And that's another person that moved up from the South and came up. And like, if we don't know, like, I mean, because that style of music is not huge now. Right. So, so if you don't know Dinah Washington, she, influenced aretha franklin you know so aretha franklin would be sleeping upstairs in her own bedroom and her father would have parties on saturday nights and dinah washington would be singing at the party ah uh, like, you know? yeah, yeah yeah so it was like something great like that you know so so having seeing her name pop up is like a really really cool thing and people like uh they sam cook wasn't born in chicago but they say he's from chicago because he relocated there when he was like really really young right right and that's another huge name in music mm-hmm. and r&b still influencing people to this day absolutely you know and and such a um resonant sound right like when you hear him sing it's just like everybody kind of like picks up their ear like oh mm-hmm. man like this man is gonna touch inside so it's really cool um 
how vast like the Chicago talent is, and I haven't even like yeah, touched. Yeah, we got a lot to go through. Yeah, like it's insane. This may be a long one. Strap up, people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, it's fun. So I was telling you, I didn't really get into it, but I had a theory of why Chicago is more of a blues town than New York is. Okay, go for it. So this is just. Again, I was only in downtown. Uh-huh. I didn't see all of Chicago, so I don't know what, you know, the different feels of different neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah. But it just seems so much nicer there. <laughs> and here's the thing. We talked about this before. Like, in New York, it's like, nobody cares. Yeah. Everyone's got shit to do. Yeah. So I feel like, I'm trying to have, think of a way to say this without just making New York just seem like a terrible place. <laughs> but I feel like... <laughs> Well, <laughs> what is that? What is that? <laughs> no, um, so, <laughs> so I feel like for me, like if somebody's like in New York, like singing about their problems and their trials, people are just less likely to stop and care. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be more like hey, you blocking the sidewalk. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like get a job. Yeah, shit like that. Like I feel like everybody's just so like hustle and bustle. It's like people aren't as likely to stop and actually like listen to somebody's story or like try to like understand who they are right. or like what are those things. But Chicago, like I said, it's a lot smaller. Yeah, and it has like a more kindness to it. It's not as gritty. It's yeah. not as like hard nosed. It feels like. Yeah. Um. So I feel like in Chicago. If you're singing the same song, like, oh, whatever it is, uh-huh. woke up this morning, I couldn't see a thing, uh-huh. it would be like, oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? In New York, they'd be like, we'll get some fucking glasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like people in Chicago would actually like want to hear it more, yeah. like, which is a good thing. I just compliment to the city of Chicago, really, and like the Midwest, I guess. Yeah. I feel like that is a big reason why it, it was able to take root more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's just me saying this after one time being in Chicago, so I could be totally wrong. I mean, it's just interesting. It's just like I I also, it's not like I forget that it's in the Midwest. It's definitely a, another time zone, and it's definitely not on the East Coast. But so much of Chicago is paired with New York that I, like leave out that it's the midwest and yeah that 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 most likely does have a lot to do with it being like a quote-unquote nicer place or the people being a little bit nicer it's like it's the surrounding states you know or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that like our surrounding states we got jersey you know so <laughs> <laughs> we don't have anybody to tell us it's not okay to be that mean we have people that egg us on like jersey no i'm just kidding fucking jersey <laughs> America's armpit. <laughs> I have family from Jersey. It's okay. I can say that. Exactly. And yeah, we, we I can it. talk about how shitty Jersey is. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Shout out to everybody in East Orange. Um, what you gonna call it? Can, I tell, can I tell you a quick story? Yes. I've been watching too many comedy podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and like just consuming too much comedy content because I'm just starting to like say wild shit and and, like not realizing that people don't know that I'm joking sometimes oh man so let me just tell you the story because all right so the first night that we got there there was like um it was like a Mexican Independence Day parade okay and it was wild like they shut the city down oh really like literally like we had to like we got an uber we were going back to the hotel. They had to drop us off like eight blocks from the hotel. Wait a minute. They could have parades over there? I don't know how sanctioned this was. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm, <laughs> This is what I'm saying. It was just a bunch of trucks with a bunch of Mexican flags bumping music. They were lighting off fireworks in the middle of the street, Whoa. downtown, like right next to the river. <laughs> and I'm literally saying like we got an Uber and they had to drop us off like eight blocks from the hotel. Like it was like, it's all shut down. Like all the bridges over the, the river were all shut down. Whoa. For like Mexican Independence Day, they were just going crazy. Okay. Especially because like they didn't have it for like the past two years because of COVID. Right. So I feel like they were trying to make up for it. So we were in the, <laughs> so we were in the Uber <laughs> and we were talking about it. And we we're like, oh, it looks like they're having fun. And the Uber driver's like, yeah, well, you know, that's no excuse to be an asshole or something like that. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was just totally joking. I was like, well, hey, isn't that the point of being Mexican? Hey. <laughs> like, clearly as a joke. Yeah. Clearly as a joke. And my, my dad and my sister were like, oh, Daniel. <laughs> I'm like, no. 
It's it could have been any parade. It could have been anybody. If it, he that guy threw me an alley oop. Yeah. And I dunked it. That's all that happened. It could have been if he was Mexican, I would have said the same thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was just like, fuck, I gotta watch what I say. <laughs> like I feel like it's okay to talk about it here because it's a podcast and people know that we're joking and that right. we're maniacs. Right. But I was just like, I was like, damn, that was just regular life. Yeah. I was like, ah, I gotta fucking just not talk and that's so much. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, it's a joke. They're like, it wasn't funny. Oh, man. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, bye. We've got a different climate. It's a different climate now. Can't make jokes. Can't make jokes anymore. Yeah, but no, they were having a great time. Cool. I was having a good time. They were bumping music. I was like, hey, this is this is a party out I'm here. Sure. The whole, like the whole block. It, it literally was like multiple block party. Like it was wild. I believe it. I'm sure the food was slamming. Uh... I didn't have any. Oh. I well, should have. You were in the um, Uber. Yeah, but we still had to walk through it all. Oh, yeah. You should have grabbed the flauta. I should have got some. I, don't, <laughs> we, I was just more like, wow, this is crazy. They were literally lighting off fireworks in the middle of a street. That's crazy. You can't do that here. <laughs> I don't think there was... I mean, I don't think any of that was I, yeah. supposed to be going down like that. I don't think you like do that. it anywhere. Yeah, except down south. Well, it's funny because I was talking to... My parents were like, oh my God, like I can't believe they allowed that to happen. And I'm just like, do you see all these people? <laughs> I don't think the cops want this heat. <laughs> like, it was so many people. I'm like, what are you really going to do at some point? Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's... Mm, what's our podcast called again? Music Maniacs. Right. So music. That's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, I didn't really catch much like live music while I was there. Yeah. Um, but Rufus Wainwright was playing a show. I saw the, um, the signage when you posted it. Yeah. I saw that. That was great. That was great to see. Shout out to Rufus Wainwright. I feel like we're on a wave somehow, right? Like of all people, you go to go, right? Like yeah. it's just weird. I was like, no way. Yeah. I would have yeah. gone to see him if, I, if we had longer, but it was because he was there like the day after I left. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. He, he did that on purpose because he was like, I don't want to see Dan. So Yeah. He's like, fuck that guy. He doesn't <laughs> like my songs enough and his reactions. <laughs> nah, he seems like a good guy. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's just crazy, like, the influence, like, just still talking about, like, that era and, yes, like, the electric yeah, yeah. blues and, like, stuff like that. Like, you can, it's such a clear line between, like, that to Zeppelin uh, to, to to music today. Yeah. And with the with the rock, with, with blues, with R&B, with, like, all of it. And yeah. so much of it happened in Chicago. And that's not even talking about the fact that Chicago invented house music. Yeah, like, that's just crazy. Yeah. I'm still blown away by that. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, and I think I'm really being an ignorant New Yorker about this. Like, I'm still blown. Like, how? Like, our clubs was popping with house music. I how, don't believe it. You know what I mean? I, we dominated the house scene over here. How the hell did it start over there? <laughs> yeah, no, I think it, I just think it's so interesting. Because it is just like a little... It's just a hub. It's just really a hub of culture for the Midwest. Like, it is the biggest city in the Midwest. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. is like... I guess it's corny to say it's the New York of the Midwest, but like it really kind of is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's so many different um, things like kind of coalesce there. Yeah. It, which is, you know, what leads us to all this great music. Absolutely great music. I mean, we could have done a whole podcast just on the 30s and the 40s era because we can go in and in and in like Betty and Goodman, the big band, like all, you know, and the, who obviously influence uh, bands like Chicago. Right. You know, like right. it's, it's such, it just, it just seems like that's the town with the big sound. How about that? You know, it that's just seems, it seems huge, you know, and, um, I know there's a Chicago blues sound compared to a Detroit blues. I kind of used to mesh those together in a way because mm -hmm. I can see how metal came out of the Detroit blues sound too and the Chicago sound. But um, the connection, the soul rock connection definitely is in Chicago. Like that. 100%. That together. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like it's like actually like clicking now at this moment like i right? could see it like yeah i could see like you know um let's let's pick a soul rock group let's pick something like we'll pick earth wind and fire right okay and then we'll pick we'll pick three we'll pick earth wind and fire and we'll just pick the stones those two like you really see the soul and the rock together like you see why wait, where's earth wind and fire from chicago i was like wait yeah i was like i was gonna say like oh yeah and they're chicago but i was gonna feel really dumb if they weren't <laughs> but i was like 90 percent sure yeah. yeah that's a great example 
example. Right? That's it's a crazy. perfect example. Yeah, you see the mesh of it. You see why people approach the music the way they do, their rock music or their funk music the way they yeah. do, right? Because Earth, Wind & Fire can a- approach their R&B funk in a rock way, and yeah. then you'll have the Stones approach their rock music in a soul way. Like, you know, right. it's crazy. It's well, what about Chicago the band? Because they definitely fit into that too. And oh, like, yeah. obviously, like, like us talking about it now, I'm starting to see that more as well. Right. So because they had the horns. Yes. The Chicago was like a heavy horn scene. You know, they had all that. And then obviously they had the rock. Yeah. And Chicago, the band, uh-huh. which is funny because we have to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of melded all that as well. Yeah. Because you had two different voices. You had Terry's soul voice. And- Sorry about that. Um, basically, our lives are just falling apart. No big deal. <laughs> but we're back. Hopefully, you're still here. They're like, yo, these guys don't even know how to press record. What's wrong with it? I thought they were musicians. <laughs> we're maniacs. Um, yeah, this episode is a little more maniac <laughs> than the last few. <laughs> but uh, what was it? we were talking about Chicago, the band. Yeah, and Terry, uh, Terry's voice and uh, Peter's voice together with like Terry's guitar and the horns, right? right it's right, all right. rock soul rock soul rock soul with a little bit of big band like right yeah 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 that's crazy so we got let's uh we're gonna call uh that's why they just called themselves that we're just gonna call it chicago yeah <gasps> i wish we could call them up and ask them be like peter we got it hey is this what happened and hey, mrs Sotera, mrs Sotera, we need to talk to well, you. well i know they originally started as the chicago transit authority oh and then the actual because that's like the mta of chicago yeah and then they were actually the actual chicago transit authority was like you can't just use our name no you can't so then they just shortened it to chicago well i'm glad they shortened it because uh, the chicago transit authority sounds like they have red and white striped jackets and it sounds like a barbershop quartet it's ridiculous (laughs) oh that's funny I feel like they probably could have pulled off like a barbershop quartet because don't most of them sing yeah well without the horn players I want a girl. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been. What if they just did like one barbershop quartet album? That would be amazing. I can't stop laughing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you must want eggs thrown at you with that name. (laughs) I prefer tomatoes. But yeah, so they kick ass and they basically, yeah, they melded a lot of the different sounds of the shit, the shitty. (laughs) Was that a Freudian slip? You hate it there. I really like Chicago, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like they just melded a lot of the sounds of the city, which, yeah, I didn't even really think about until now Now that we're talking about it. So that's yeah. really cool to see. That makes a lot of sense. And they did it well. We have a patron who would say no, but uh, we're going to say they did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check, out, check out our Side After Dark channel and, and Patreon if you haven't. Uh, check out our Music Maniacs Patreon if you want to help support this to keep happening. Yeah. Because this is a lot of work and obviously our shit is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good because we're having a fun time. Um, okay, so... Yeah. So where are we at? So we're, we're in like 60s now. Yeah, yeah. 60s and 70s. And um, that's pretty much Earth, Wind, and Fire that's like coming into and 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 the shy lights would you say that i just thought of this right now is chicago like the white earth wind and fire that's possible mm, it's, or vice mm. versa whatever how you want to say it it's it's possible it's definitely i, I just can't see philip bailey and the gang and maurice and them yeah being um <laughs> anti like saying like oh you know if you don't want to hear them, listen to us. I feel like they would say, listen to all of us together. So I don't yeah. know if they're the white version. I feel like they're just all part of the sound. I'm just connecting. I'm just trying to make too many Chicago connections. I, oh, <laughs> even it if was they like don't this. Exist. This is what happened. This is what happened. They were all sitting around in a room, right? Because they all know each other from like music school and stuff, right? So all everybody from I heard Earth, they were all born in the same hospital. Exactly. They all know each other, right? Yeah. So at the music hub, they were like, okay, guys, we're picking names for bands and stuff like that since yeah. we're all from the city of Chicago and then Peter and Terry go Chicago Chicago that's our name and then yeah. Earth Wind and Fire was like we wanted to pick that and they were like no we are Chicago we encompass the city and then Earth Wind and Fire was like what's better than Chicago we encompass the elements motherfucker <laughs> exactly. yeah I like that yeah yeah that's the official story shout out to Earth Wind and Fire <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that would be so funny. What if they all did know each other? I'm scared. Like, how many of them actually do know each other, though? That's most likely, like, right, that they do know each other. Like, I mean, I'm just jumping to a whole nother genre, a whole nother yeah. side of the globe. But I remember watching um, Jack Osborne on somebody's talk show, and he was talking about how his father couldn't find something in the house, and it was, like, midnight, and he just, like, called Robert Plant and was like, Rob, I can't find my blah, blah, blah. So I just put that. <laughs> Robert's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and that's exactly what Jack said. Jack was like, Robert Plant was like, what do you want me to do about that? Yeah. But like, so I just put it like that. Like all the all the cool musicians from the same era, you know, that are in your playlist, they actually know each other. They yeah. talk to each other while they're in your playlist. Yeah, they'll probably gravitate towards each other. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, now I feel like I'm getting a better idea. This is so interesting because I feel like as we're talking about this, we're both like kind of understanding it more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like this kind of gives me a better idea of house music as well. Okay. Because cause you have all this great music, and then the house music was like late 70s, I feel like around the same time that um, hip-hop was starting. Yes. Right? So that was all about samples and like breakbeats and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like house music, and again, I could be totally wrong, but I'm going to act like I'm right every time. <laughs> so what probably had this, this is definitely what happened. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, some people, they were like dealing with like the breakbeats of records and stuff, and instead of like rapping over it, they just like made it like dancey yeah they just, they just turned it into dance music yeah like they it's almost like taking the same concept and just like splitting in different directions with it yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah i just have pump up the jam playing in the back of my head while you're talking <laughs> so i'm hearing do 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 you just need a solid bass drum you know four on the floor yeah but yeah i mean i can see that but still at the same time i'm just like whoa like whoever i know house music has just a beat and i know that a lot of it is pretty repetitious but there was a huge house music culture with like dancing ciphers and stuff like that there was mm -hmm. a lot less violence you know at least i mean here with the house music crowd that wasn't the gangster rap crowd those they were, were trying more to dance. the conscious kids exactly yeah, yeah. and if they didn't like each other and stuff they battle danced each other they weren't like knifing each other and stuff like that like you know because it was knives and you 70s. got beef <laughs> meet me on the dance floor That's that's right. Just like a Michael Jackson video. Okay. So, so just, just like that. And well, I mean, never mind. I mean, the Jacksons are from near Chicago. Yeah. They're from uh, Indiana. So they're Midwesterners yeah. as well. Gary, Indiana. I think it's like actually very close to Chicago. Yes. It's I think on the Illinois same and Indiana. I think when yeah. I was remem memorizing the States as a child, I remember yeah. they were together. Yeah. Oh, we got to do a Motown episode sometime. Oh, definitely. And that's Detroit. So we can bring a lot of people out of Detroit. Because yeah, yeah. even like Jack White is from Detroit. And yeah. like, you know, so we can definitely do one like that. Madonna, Eminem. Well, that's a good... Um, <laughs> That's a good segue into some more some more Chicago artists because now like talking about like rock music like yeah it's so interesting because like you think of like '90s rock yeah for me I think of like Seattle a lot of the time yeah but like one of the biggest bands from the '90s is Smashing Pumpkins and where are they from Chicago yeah so Billy nobody's fucking with Billy right. No, you you know about him? You know about him, like his dad and shit. His dad was like a drug dealer, like criminal, like I in and out of not, prison. I thought Billy was just a sweet, sensitive guy until I found out he dated Courtney Love, and I was like, Billy is kind of hardcore. <laughs> but now I'm finding out Billy's from Chicago. He's from Chicago. I saw him on a podcast once. He was talking. He used to shuck, he used to party with the Chicago Bulls and shit. Really? Like you know, you know, Dennis Rodman's fucking wild. Yes. And he would just like leave practice and go like go to vegas yeah and just like come back like an hour before a game yeah and he would bring fucking billy with him <laughs> and they were uh, billy was telling the story i think it was on uh joe rogan's podcast he was like one time they came in late with dennis and fucking you know phil jackson yeah he literally like cursed out billy he was like why you fuck you taking him away and shit we need dennis <laughs> like and they're just partying and having a good old time that's hilarious but yeah like i feel like um Smashing Pumpkins definitely had a defining role in like 90s alternative rock. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite bands of that time. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was, oh my gosh, they're, they're, they were so great. And then, you know, I love when bands kind of stay true to themselves so you mm -hmm. can find them like 20, 30 years later and they still like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? So it just solidifies who they were back then even more. Right. I feel them and because they're, 
they're definitely one of the defining bands. They're not, um, they're not one of the quieter bands. Like, you know, like, okay, well you can say like Radiohead doesn't like they're famous, but they like are not into their fame. Nah. So to me, they're one of the defining bands of that time too, but they're one of the quieter bands in a way because like, you know what I mean? Because they kind of stayed out of like the whole mix and the blend. Like those guys were family men and stuff like that. But like smashing come, Pumpkins is somewhere in between that. There's somewhere in right, where Radiohead right. is and where like Nirvana like was like for like defining the times yeah. and stuff and GNR and all those people too. So they kind of like tread a nice path mm-hmm. in in the midst of that. And I, I'm glad to see them on the other side, which is like they made it. Yeah, they made it. They're yeah. what my mother would call their big old men now and women. They're big old men now. So, you know, they made it to the other side. Nobody, nobody died. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So shout out to all those people that uh, smash pumpkins. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're good. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's uh, are we staying on rock or you want to jump? We can do. Hey, this is our podcast. That's right. We say right in the title that we're fucking maniacs, so we can just talk about fucking. I don't know. You want to talk about South America? <laughs> <laughs> you talk about whatever. <laughs> we're talk about South Chicagoans. Let's talk about the South Side. Obama. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, no, we can talk about whatever. Where you were? Where do you want to take it? I wanted to jump back to R and B before we got too later in the decades because mm-hmm. the shy lights come from mm-hmm. uh, Chicago. So that is. Oh girl, I'll be in trouble if you left me now. Everybody yeah, knows that one. That's a classic. I don't know. And there's other ones that they sang. I wanted to go in my phone, but then I don't because I should know all these songs that they sing. <laughs> but I could sing them to you. Um, but uh, what you gonna call it? Yeah, the Shylights had so many different songs. Uh, it was Old Girl. It was a lot more. Fuck, I can't remember what was the name of the, that big Chicago record label. There was like a record label that had a lot of these people on it. Oh. I can't remember. Was it like Tower Records or something? No, it can't be Tower Records. That, wait, what Tower Records was something though with Chicago. Really? I think so. Am I or was it called the Tower of Sound? Uh, Did they have that? Yeah. Like a like a bunch of speakers, like a tower of speakers. I think so. My phone is playing the crap out of me right now. Okay. Have you seen her? Thank you. I'm like, have you seen her as a Shy Light song? Oh. And I'm like, I know there's songs I could sing them all to you. And I just don't, I didn't want to leave this song out because yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody knows this song, right? Have you seen her? Tell me. Have, have you seen, seen her? her? Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Those two um, I really wanted to mention. And there's so many other artists, but I, I really wanted to put that one down as, um, one of the main people because I actually grew up on that kind of music and pretty much everybody did because everybody knows that song. That's true. That's just one of those things. It's like you don't even you might not even know where it came from or who it was, but you've heard it. Yes. You have 100 percent heard that. Yes. Yes. And these people are proud of their city. Like imagine, you know, we didn't name we didn't put New York in our band name. You know what I'm saying? We were like, fuck that place. There's <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you did that, it would be like pretentious almost. Yeah. Like we're New York. <laughs> really you just you just you're new york right we're, we're, okay. no, we're actually the new york giants how about that no <laughs> one's taking that name or no one does good with that name so we can take it <laughs> just kidding unless you're eli manning shout out, shout to, out to eli manning <laughs> <laughs> um just kidding guys y'all are from jersey anyway but um just kidding yeah that's true <laughs> yeah fuck fuck jersey <laughs> kidding um yeah, and then okay, so this is so we haven't even really touched like hip hop yet, but before we really got into this, and I'm you know we were looking into things and like I'm trying to think in my head like oh like which of these people are Chicago people that I know? Mm-hmm. If you were to tell me like five years ago, like if you were to ask me who do you think of when you think of Chicago music, who who do, who do you think I would say? Kanye, of course. Kanye, motherfucking West. Yeah, yeah. And, we, I mean, we could easily do a whole episode on Kanye. I mean, he's just full of fucking things to talk about. But not to get into, like, really dive deep into it. But this is the thing about Kanye. It's like, with older people and, like, people that don't really listen to, like, hip-hop music or, like, rap music. Yeah. I understand why they couldn't maybe just not like him. Yeah. Because they might not understand why he's so fucking good. Like, why he's... 
I mean, I call him a musical genius mm-hmm. for sure. But if you don't understand like hip hop, you don't listen to hip hop and you just hear like the crazy shit that he does and he says, yeah. you're not going to think, oh, this is a this is a musical, you know, prodigy or whatever. But like as a person like I guess our age to not say that Kanye is a musical genius, there's either one of two things happening, I think. Either you don't know shit about music or you're a hater. Yeah. I really like I don't I don't really see any other option. It's like he's clearly a great musician. Yeah, he's really good. He's interested in the music. He loves the music and you can tell. Um he started out on college campuses mixing tapes for his parties and that you know that guy's dedicated. Like you yeah. know, like I mean they make movies like that, like, you know, of like somebody just in the crates trying to become like a huge DJ. And like you see all their tapes and all their music and how feverish they are about like, you know, their music and how much of a fanatic they are and stuff like that. Just him being like the the college DJ. Yeah. Puts him all the way up there before he even got up there. Like, yeah, you know? he, no, he lives the music. Yeah. It's fun. When you were saying that, you know what I was thinking? Like what, what I was seeing in my head when you're talking about all the crates, I was thinking about, um, straight out of compton the movie yeah how it starts out with literally just dre like headphones and just like all these records around him yeah and i'm like yeah like we're talking about the same kind of thing like yes. that's the same kind of drive yeah and like love of music that is going to bring somebody to those heights absolutely like i mean kanye was making hits and people didn't even know who he was i was watching this show uh 50 cent has a new show called uh raising canaan and the season 10 finale was at the end and they played a song that kanye sampled for a jay-z record that was like made in the early uh it's 2000s um i know you guys would know it if i um just go like (gasps) that was on the 2k soundtrack right so we know it yeah Yeah, very easy sample to find with your ears shout out to 2k13 yes and my name is ho thank you to to me that was like jay-z had a great time before that in the late 90s he had an album that like there's songs that i just memorized like yeah, I yeah, needed yeah. to know every word but like right around then when Kanye became like his his producer like songs like that and then um yeah and then there was another one that was just like it that that Funkmaster Flex used to play like every weekend and you just heard like the dedication in that song for somebody like me who um the Jay-Z's not even necessarily my top five dead or alive you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying but I would shout, shout him out like and give him all types of respect one because he's from Brooklyn and we just have a code over here we're supposed to do that my top one through five is all Biggie Biggie one Biggie two Biggie three Biggie four and number five is uh Christopher Wallace (laughs) no Frank White he's six (laughs) okay um yeah so it's that that song and then there's another one um it's like uh the sample is like you don't know what you do to me do to yeah me, do. but it's all high yeah yeah, yeah 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 and that one like those and i know kanye produced that but i remember like wanting to hear those songs on repeat and i mm-hmm. remember those songs like being like the driving force of us driving um on the fdr or something like that or wanting to hang out on the weekend and that's yeah. like kanye's production like he put that he put that was like uh man how do you call it i don't know but it was a force in the city it was like a musical beat that we were all kind of on around that time and it's like kanye west is responsible well for you know it. what's wild is it's like it starts like that yeah and then that becomes a wave that's the whole world interesting because think of i mean kanye is one of the biggest artists ever at this point ever yeah guaranteed in the world guaranteed period guaranteed yeah um one last thing I want to say about Kanye, like this is what helped me realize, like what you were saying, and like how he's digging in the crates of like all kinds of shit. Yeah. Because like I feel like a lot of a lot of rap music when it samples, it's a lot of it like funk or like an R and B, like an old school or like a Motown kind of thing. Yes. But I remember listening to um, what was that song, Takeover, mm-hmm. and they sampled the Doors. Yeah. And I was just like. I don't, I'm not saying necessarily, oh, you should just take all these great artists, but just the fact that I know that he's listening to The Doors. Right, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, No, and it was a great beat. Like, I mean, I have an issue with the song itself because... That was know, when he was talking shit with Nas, right? Yeah, and yeah, it's not. Yeah. And I'm not a Nas stan either. I mean, he could be probably in my top five dead alive, but it was my... My issue is with Prodigy because Prodigy is in my top five dead or alive. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, Jay-Z, stop. 
Like you have to like <laughs> chill out. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. find somebody's. You had he had to find Prodigy's baby picture. That's the only way you're gonna take him out. You find to find his baby picture with his grandmother. Put him in a ballet class. Like you <laughs> couldn't take him out literally. Lyrically, so it's like I have an issue with that song. Okay. But it's a great production and it's, right. it's a great music. Just great talk, like just as a like as a beat, like as a hip hop beat. Yeah, that's a great beat. Yeah, and like that's what I said. Like we talked about this before. We'll definitely do a Doors episode at some point. Yeah, the Doors are the first like musical artist that I was like a fan of. Like literally, the Doors opened my mind to literally all music because Wonderful. before then, I like music was just like background to me. I didn't really think about it like consciously. Yeah, until I heard the Doors. So when I was listening to Kanye years later, well, I guess technically Jay Z, but I knew that Kanye produced it. Right, and I heard the Doors. I was just like, oh, like he just fucks with music, period. Yeah. Like he's not trying to stay in a specific thing. Like he just knows good music mm-hmm. and he's going to make good music. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I've really, I've respected him so much like ever since that. Absolutely. Shout out to Kanye in regards to that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what? Who else and what else could we mention? I mean, there's so many other artists. I mean, well, we're in rap and R&B, right? So we wouldn't be, we'd be amiss if we didn't mention the R, right? <laughs> Who? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. We do have a King of Soul, which I just read. Before we even go to the R, the King of Soul, I did not know, is Sam Cooke. I did not know that. Like, yeah. he actually holds that title down. And Sam Cooke is another transplant from another uh, state that was relocated into Chicago. Can I... This is this is def- this is definitely more maniac than music. Uh-huh. But can we talk about another transplant real quick? Who? That came from New York. Uh, and went to Chicago. Yes, we can. In the 20s. The one and only. Alfonso Capone. <laughs> related to the Corleones. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but isn't that why? Like, I don't. Okay, let me think. Of, I want to think of how I'm going to say this without coming off rude. Yeah. To the Chicago people. <laughs> it's like, you need the New Yorkers to make your shit. <laughs> like, like Al Capone was one of the biggest Chicago figures. And literally, I was actually... When I got back from Chicago, I was I watched a documentary on Al Capone, uh-huh. and like before he got there, there obviously was bootlegging and you know illegal yes. things going on. Yes. But Al Capone basically moved out there, and he was just like, "All right, we're turning this into a business. <laughs> we're making this big business." And he was the fucking head of the cartel, basically. Yes. Like, I mean, back in Prohibition, like if you're running alcohol, like that's a cartel. Yeah. He was the fucking head of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's crazy. I could see why. Uh, before I used to be like, oh, wow, like you go, you're born in Coney Island, you're going to go all the way to Chicago. But I can see why somebody in Coney Island wants to get out of Coney Island. It's all the way south, like yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. And, and you probably don't know much. You know, you got people in Coney Island that don't even go to Manhattan, yeah. like at all. So he probably got his opportunity and he's probably like, I'm out of here. And Coney Island is also one of those places where it's like, um, a lot of big personalities come out of there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, and I don't know if it's because it's, it's kind of gated. You got to compete with the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Ex- well, <laughs> it's the main attraction over there and it's like kind of gated. And I feel like the people in Coney Island, they have so much energy and they're like gated in. And once they get out, they like burst out. And I feel like that's how Al Capone did. Interesting. So yeah. it's like, he just needed to break through. Yes. You needed to get out of there. Yeah. Well, do you, what do you think? That's interesting because that's kind of like the same time as we're talking about people migrating to Chicago as well. Yeah. Do you think like, um, hmm, obviously I wasn't there at the time. This is way before we were born. But if Chicago was like such a hub of like alcohol at the time, it must have been almost like a Wild West kind of feeling. Yeah. Do you th- that must have affected the music a little bit. Yeah. You know I what I mean? It's like all these things kind of coalescing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, there, that's got to have some kind of effect. Yeah. Or I mean, even like the crime that results because of that. Yeah. You know? I mean, um, well, the swing music came out of there, you know, mm-hmm. which is amazing to me because like that's the that's one of the best times in American culture. Men and women were actually dancing with each other. Yeah. Like, I love that. Like, you know what I mean? And then dancing well enough. Like people were doing gymnastics, like, you know what I mean? At the club. And it's just like you... They learned that from like, you know what I mean? Climbing trees, basically. And you know what I mean? Like their lives were uh, less industrial at that time. So a lot of flipping cartwheels, all those things like that. Well, they knew how to do it because they were jumping, climbing everywhere. So it's crazy that that sound came out of Chicago. But with the gangland culture, I can hear that 
big old sound coming out of that culture with the horns and the crashes and the bangs and the booms and the this and the that like you can see it coming out i feel like a, there's a hair in my nose like it's tickling me you know what i just what i just thought of when you were saying that what if you're al capone and you're a big time mob guy you need some big time music to go with you yeah it's like i feel like it all comes together like it's like um what is it it's um fuck what's the word i'm looking for not opulence but no. like extravagance yeah in a way yeah you know what i mean like yeah. you like you're al capone you got all this money you're you're doing all these things you need like a big sound to go with it yes yeah i feel like that like bam, 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 like huge like yeah. bang, crash you know um america's doing well like you know it's on its way to start doing well like mm-hmm. all the things we weren't well we got um i was gonna say all the things we weren't worried about we worry about them we're not worried about them now but like people have running water now like like, you know what I'm saying? They have electricity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Women are wearing stockings and pearls and every, not everybody can afford them, but some of the poor people can afford them now too. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a quote unquote good time. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, the blacks aren't enslaved anymore. Now they can afford shit now too. Like, you know what I mean? They can get a car. Like, you know, so right. it's, a, it's a kind of a good time for everybody. So it's loud and it's boisterous right. and stuff like that with the gangland well, culture. The ro- yeah. It's the roaring twenties. Yes. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah, so we, did we just crack the code? I think we're cracking. We codes just here. cracked the code of the city of Chicago. <laughs> Side after dark, new foremost Chicago experts in the world. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, what's your Macaulay? Oh, just a little segue. I said I was going to mention this. I knew a kid in my Italian class who was related to Frank Nitti from the whole Untouchables culture, and Frank Nitti did not die falling off of a building into a car. He did, was not pushed by. Elliot Ness into a car. Okay, that's Hollywood. The man of He died. was pushed by Robert De Niro. <laughs> exactly. I thought that was pretty well known, but now you what do think I know? about that when he beats the rap. Because it looks like he beat the rap. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's about it. But I wanted to mention other artists from Chicago. Like, I didn't listen to this artist growing up. Obviously, like, most likely my mom did. It's Rufus, Rufus and Shaka Khan. They came I know Shaka from, Khan. I don't really know. Right. But yeah. the, the whole group was Rufus and Shaka Khan at oh, one shit. point. So that's pretty, pretty interesting. I don't listen to Jennifer Hudson, but she's from out there. Um, Twista. <laughs> oh. We know Twista's from there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Because he was on that Kanye song, and now yeah. it makes sense. Of course, Common is from there. Herbie Hancock is from there. Another Herbie genius. He, yeah, he makes some amazing music. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't really listen to like jazz and shit until like a couple years ago. Uh-huh. Like I started listening to like Miles Davis, and yeah. then through that, I like went into Herbie Hancock. I'm like, damn, this guy is man. Whoa. I just that's just the kind of thing you just put on and you just feel good. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I when I clicked on him to look at he started out with the Donald Bird um orchestra. And Donald Bird they mentioned him in one of our reaction videos, but I From do, the Blackbirds? No. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. 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 And Donald Bird is the same one that did Wind Parade. And I think I put that in the comments like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize that it was Wind Parade, Donald Bird. Ah. Like, yeah. So Herbie Hancock started with him. You see, it's like all like a a family in a way. It's like they do kind of know each other, all of them. Um, The Shylights, Lupe Lupe Fiasco. We said Benny Goodman. Uh, Sticks. Sticks is from Chicago. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my sister would want me to say Richard Marx is from Chicago, who was a, a slow singer from back in the 90s. He, he sang a lot. If you're wondering why I'm not looking up anything on my phones, because we're recording the video with my phone, because this is a very homemade operation. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> the brat is from Chicago. Shout out to the brat. Um, um, and uh, so we're going to get to the R. All right. So Go R. Kelly's it. from Chicago. Um, Has he know, done anything recently? He's definitely been in the news. <laughs> But this is what celebrities do now. And we're kind of on that trend, too. We, 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 musicians don't make music anymore. They, they are involved in social media. Right? <laughs> no, we're going to make music. Fuck that. We're make, we make music. We're just... We're well, that, only... It's so funny. That's actually a very interesting conversation. Yeah. Obviously, we're still working on music. Yeah. But, like, because I feel like it's very rare that a musician can just do music now and yeah. be really big. 
Yeah. Like you have to have other things going around. You have to have like a whole content thing. You have to be a personality. Yeah. For really like, I feel like right now, like the biggest artist who just is about the music is probably like Tame Impala. Yeah. Because Tame Impala's music is so good that all you got to do is put it out. Right. Like, I don't really know anything about him. I love artists like that. I'm a Bjork fan. You know that. So that's why I I love the anonymity of the hugeness of you. You know, because that's genius artwork. You know, both of them, Tame and Bjork. Mm -hmm. And it's great music. So it's not like, oh, you know... We, we don't want to know their personality or anything it would be great if we did but we don't mm-hmm. necessarily need to because all the information we need is in your record it should be yeah because you're the singer i don't care if your boyfriend cheated on you like yeah. you know what i mean like it makes me, it makes you think of a j cole line actually he's like i thought he was like i thought the music would speak for itself but the people want everything else yeah i'm like damn it's a shame yeah but that's a good talking about r kelly so it's a combo that like i feel like comes up a lot recently of like how like can you separate the artist from the art? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, think about this. We just did an episode about Led Zeppelin and Jimmy Page, and he was—I don't think he was married to a fourteen-year-old, but he was with a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. And people know about it, but people aren't talking about him now, like a like a pervert that should be in jail. No, nobody's talking about him like that. But I'm guaranteeing that girl was allowed to use the bathroom when she asked. I'm guaranteeing. And I'm going to guarantee she wasn't punched in the face or anywhere else. I was trying in my head. I'm not quick enough, but I was wanting to make a joke about R. Kelly only being able to use the bathroom if it was on somebody. (laughs) (laughs) There's a joke in there somewhere. I I couldn't figure it out. And you know what? You know what else it is about that, too? It's like a lot of us actually saw the video. Like I saw it. I didn't. I just saw the Chappelle video making fun of it. (laughs) But it's like when when you see the video, when you see the video, it's worse it's worse because you get to see him not the singer and not the image you get to see the pervert yeah Yeah. so it's like it starts and he sits down and he's like adjusting the camera and he's fixing it and he's setting himself up and like he's just a weirdo and he's got a nervous energy on him like you know what i mean like it's skeevy he's like because this is just for him it's not for us like you know what i'm saying so he's being himself and that's my yeah i feel nervous energy just hearing this thank you you know it's like you know i know i understand some people are fans and stuff like that and they're like oh that you know were you there i saw somebody asked that question like were you there she asked that to somebody else and he was like no but his camera was there i was there (laughs) like the video camera was there i was in the next room i just went to the bathroom though because I don't know. She didn't like me that much. <laughs> what is this like? You know, and it's I don't know like, what I'm from what I understood, look, look, it's, it's against like the law to be with an underage person. You know, in some places people could marry off their kids and stuff like that. Some people come from broken homes. Some kids sneak out and they want to go see a rock star and they want to go sleep with him. I'm not saying, well, I'm not saying anything really for or against that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's part of, music like you know what i'm saying that's part of it the groupie the young mm. girl the naivete of of a young girl too like how like girls sing is like ah, like you know what i'm saying and they're not thinking about him the man being 30 and them being like 14 years old they just know they want right. to be with him like you know right, what i mean right, right, so right. they're not thinking about that either so i'm not saying that that stuff doesn't happen but when you piss on a girl and you video it, you know what I'm saying? When you beat up a little girl, you know, when you prevent her from using yeah, the bathroom, no, you know what I'm it's saying? It's just as all a, bad. Exactly. I mean, you should to, be in jail, 100%. Yeah, like, like the, you know what I'm saying? There's a difference. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, I guarantee if he had treated those girls really right, nobody would have told on him. Nobody. Because they would have been happy to be there. Look at Hafner's harem. And all the women that talk about Zeppelin like 30 years later, they're yeah, adults yeah, yeah. now we were, and they yeah, we knew they were that. children, you know, and they're yeah. like, they still got love for those guys because they treated them right. And I'm not saying that, you know, the whole pedophilia part of it, you know what I'm saying? is, <laughs> You know, but I'm saying You're it not. happens. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 I honestly feel like that's the difference if because you can't really think that R. Kelly's like the only person in the whole music industry right now that's got a crew of women that's like young and just hanging well, out at his music. crib. not even music. I mean, we're talking really entertainment in general. Exactly. Anybody that's got cash, like, you know what I'm saying? It could be a chic. 
shake yeah. sorry that's just a weird like depraved like part of the human mind yes that is yes. just enabled by cash yes is really what it is like yes. like if you're broke none of this is not happening for you no <laughs> it's like you can't this is not going down not at all nobody wants to be with some broke dude <laughs> even 13 year olds know that <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yo, you you see what I'm saying? I got a about me needing to fucking slow my roll. <laughs> Jeez, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Um, is there anyone else from Chicago we should talk about? We're done with this topic on R, but um, yeah, he's definitely still the king of R&B and created some really great sounds over decades. You know, really decades. It's like 30 years now. And um, honest to goodness, I I live in um in Brooklyn, and uh, there was a backyard party. And they were just blasting I Believe I Can Fly like two weeks ago. So he's definitely got fans and people can separate the music from him. I i don't know. He has such really good ones. But even before this whole perverted thing started happening, when he started going too far with the Trapped in the Closet series, I started thinking he was an idiot. And I stopped listening to R. Kelly. Did you ever see the South Park on that? No. Oh my God. It was so funny. <laughs> it was literally like Tom Cruise was was in the was in the closet. He was locked in the closet. And they were like, Tom Cruise, why don't you just come out of the closet? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, we'll get R. Kelly to help him out. <laughs> so then R. Kelly's like, he comes and he's like, Tom, won't you come out the closet? <laughs> and then I pull out my gun and then he did. You gotta look that up. It's so funny. That's a classic South Park episode. What in the world? Yeah. Um, Those guys are ahead of the time. Yeah, yeah. I wish they were from Chicago so we could talk about them in this episode, (laughs) but they're from Colorado, so it has no connection at all. None. But, okay. Who else do we need to talk about from Chicago? I don't know. There's no one else. Um, uh, There's some R&B singers. I was going to mention... Oh! Mickey Howard. Okay, well, Mickey Howard is from Chicago. Okay, so Mickey Howard is an R&B songstress. She pretty much um, made it big in the 80s. She was um, huge before that. I forgot what group she was singing with, but um, I didn't know her until she started singing in the late 80s and 90s. So my experience with Mickey Howard was just this is an R&B diva. She looks great. She sings great. Oh, she's dating one of the Levert uh, brothers, uh, who's the son of Gerald Levert from the OJs. And uh, and that's great. And that's it. All right. So cut to years later as an adult, they play Mickey Howard's unsung story on TV one. I don't have anything to do. I'm like, I know who Mickey Howard is. I was like, let's watch I'll it. Check it out. Oh, my gosh. This lady's husband was like pimping her out they would argue at the record company he would hit her in the face right there in front of the record company why is that always the story i don't know that's always the fucking story apparently shaka in the movie okay so i'm gonna say allegedly just so we don't get sued no i'm just kidding but i'm um, in the movie shaka are we khan maniacs from- or are we not maniacs <laughs> so, so shaka khan turns her on to crack like you know what i'm saying they're like hanging out and what's wrong with that what's wrong with that it's delicious apparently shaka only messes with the great singers that can be down with the crack she was like i mean and the way the shaka khan was um emulated it sounded like shaka was like a fiend like oh this is a good shit right here like it was pretty bad like speaking of crack so while i was i'm not gonna say who told me this but while i was with um a bunch of people in chicago two of my family members told me a story uh-huh where back in the day they were they were in times square they were trying to get some weed yeah and the dude accidentally just gave them crack <laughs> no it's different he literally was like oh what like this isn't what i fucking wanted no and then they like turned around to like i i mean they weren't gonna get a refund no but i get they like turned around and the guy was getting jumped oh <gasps> just like that like <laughs> like some shit like i don't know i was a i had a few drinks in me when i was told this story so yeah. i don't remember exactly but that just made me laugh so hard he probably got jumped for giving away somebody's shit <laughs> Whatever it was, it just you're talking about crack, and we we're talking, and it just made me laugh because yeah. that's that's some '80s New York shit. Yeah, yeah, and this is definitely like a '80s '70s story that I'm telling. So it's like you know she's going through her problems with her husband, who was yeah. her manager, who wanted to take her over her career, and she started dating somebody else, and it's back and 
before and then that now she's picked up a drug problem because of Shaka Khan and now she can't get her second and her third album so now it's like everybody's jipping her in this movie and stuff and she finally goes to somebody's house and he owes her money and um he's like I'm not giving you any of this money and then she start fighting they start fighting each other and she actually like punches him in the face this is her redemption moment she punches the guy in the face and she stands over him and she's like I'm Mickey Howard bitch like yeah <laughs> exactly if she had a mic she'd drop it <laughs> she, if she had a mic she would drop it but it's just so funny look cutting back to you talking about social media now imagine this was an r&b diva and she was pretty huge in the r&b streets right you know what i'm saying so like her people like anita baker shaka khan and stuff like that we never knew about their problems they were right right yeah, they were just propped up on stage they made the hits they made the single they looked like perfection they spoke well that's a good point they never had an attitude problem if some other singer said something about them they didn't put it in the news or anything like that we never knew anything about this you know so it's like it's crazy all i knew was her songs and then they told me a completely different story that is a really good point because back in the day, like, you would only see what they publicly were out doing. Yes. Like, you couldn't even get caught, like, on the sidewalk with, like, a little can like, someone taking a video of you doing something. Like, right. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's it's so different now. I mean, I kind of wish it was kind of the same because they've got a lot of R&B uh, female singers out right now. And I'm not going to mention them because I don't like their personalities and they have mm. beautiful voices and I cannot stand them. And you would never buy me, see me streaming or buying any of their music because of who they are on social media. So if you didn't know who they were, you'd be more receptive yes. to their music. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't want to see you when I have to tell you to that personality and that face with the face you're making blah, 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 and all of that you think there's anybody that's like you know side after dark like <laughs> their music is pretty good but have you seen their podcast <laughs> the fuck is wrong with them <laughs> i can't listen to this shit now <laughs> listen to our music wherever you listen to music people <laughs> side after dark s-i-g-h-t <laughs> well yeah I, I yeah i wanted to kind of end it on her because i like her i actually liked her music and stuff yeah i mean really to sum it up like the city of chicago and and its relationship with music is is wild it's very it's very varied yeah it's very deep yeah there's a lot of you know different factors that led to chicago being such a hub of music yeah which i think it still is i don't know like i didn't really catch any live music or anything when i was there mm -hmm. but i feel like Mm -hmm. Well, nowadays, I mean, you can really pop off from anywhere with the internet. Yeah. It's yeah. not as localized to a scene. Yeah, exactly. So much. Yeah. Who would have thought a Canadian rapper would dominate the rap game for like years? You know, 15, 20 years ago. Who are you talking about? You talking about Kanye? <laughs> oh, I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so thanks for watching, listening. However you decide to view podcasts, we are on YouTube with this in case you want to see what we look like. Yay. You probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're Side After Dark. This has been Music Maniacs. Thanks yep. for listening. Thanks for being Music Maniacs with us. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you around. Later.